What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Street Eats and Dope Beats, episode 21. I'm one of the three amigos, Adam, a.k.a. El Cocinero. To my right, I got my boy. Hola, me llamo Jim Cam. And my other hitter. <laughs> Buenos dias. Soy Miguel Rockington. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I like that. That was authentic. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's funny. So just bear with us. <laughs> yeah. Give us a second. It's Seriously. been a been a hot minute, you know? Yeah. And uh yeah. take a listen. Jam Cam on the beat. Jam Cam on the beat. Green faces I'm still chasing. Shoes fit now, I'm soul searching. A damn thing for the grand scheme. Reason why I've been so determined. Bring it rap and hip hop together through What's up, y'all? We're back. This is like we said, episode 21. Um, fall is upon us. We're here. How y'all doing? Chill. Good. I'm in love with that pizza from yesterday still. Which one? To check out. Well, both actually. So, for those of you who are tuned in, listening, we got to check out the Evil Cooks pop up over at Rose City Pizza. Shout out to. Alex, Elvia, Brian, the whole gang over at Rose City Pizza. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they had the uh, El Trompo Negro. Yeah, that's what it was, right? Mm-hmm. And the uh, Chile Chile Rieno. Yeah, uh, pizza. There you go. Chile uh, Rieno. Yeah. <laughs> Chile Rieno. Rieno. Yeah. How do, how do they say? I that? always struggle saying that word, so I, I kind of like avoid saying Rieno. it. Yeah. yeah. The Rieno. R's are tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. Both of the pizzas were really good. Um, well, we Jordan and I split a pie. Uh, the uh, El Trompo Negro. Uh, that was freaking good. I I, re- I like that flavor a lot. Like good. even the Pastor pizza that they have at uh, at Rose City is is really bomb. Yeah. Um, and then we had the the Char Siu pizza. We had the Char Siu pizza. Oh, how'd you guys like that? It's good. It's good. So as Jordan mentioned to me last night, it was it tasted like a. Like a manapua, uh, like a shopao for all the Filipino folks out there. That's what we call it. And flavors were so nice. Yeah, that, 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 that pickled red onion, that, mm-hmm. that that helped. I like the hot mustard on. Oh, that's oh, what that was. No, they, ours didn't have hot mustard. No, no, it didn't. You sure? Yeah, because it was sweet. We, our first, our initial you know reaction was how sweet it was. Maybe that's why the first time I had it, yeah. when we first made it, it was like it probably cut the sweetness. Of the charsus, that's why I was like, nah, yeah. mine, mine now that I sweet. know that there's supposed to be hot mustard on it, now I'm hot <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah, that's that's crazy. I'm surprised they didn't, I didn't do think it. about that. It's supposed to have yeah. hot mustard. Okay, I even told I was like, damn, that's my favorite, like, favorite part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the charsus is a little sweet, almost wine salvage. I don't know, yeah. Well, that was my feedback. We when almost we ate it. thought of it as the uh, Longanisa, the Grub Life collab, almost had that yeah. uh, mouthfeel yeah. too. Mm. No disrespect to my Chinese brothers and sisters, but yeah, you like that from Hawaiian Hawaii, style I, I love it. Yeah, yeah, I love it. it we were like talking about it should have been like chopped up like pork, pork belly, mm. even. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be like, like the sliced. roast pork. No roast pork, yeah. not the crunchy roast pork from Chinese, but like no, the, but like the roast still, though, the roast pork it, it, from like the Chinese that, spots. Yeah. It gives that texture still. Yeah, yeah. But then you put me on game. You said that the reason why it kind of has that flavor is because the people behind it, yeah, they're from Hawaii. Yeah. Oh, see, yeah, I didn't know that. So. In that case, they nailed it because I was yeah. like, when I ate it, I was like, I was expecting like that that Chinese takeout style char siu. That's but what I was thinking too. But the flavor is there, but the texture, the way it was chopped up, if you're not familiar with the manapu, is just like minced red pork, mm-hmm. you know? So 
I think the Chinese call it like cha su bao. It's it's a bao. Yeah. B A O. Yeah. Hit him with the bao. 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 But like um, I like guess Hawaiian bao. style. Um, it's not really red, huh? Like they don't. I don't know if they don't put the. Oh, it's red. It's uh, red. Like the ones I've had like weren't red. And that maybe. No, I think you're looking for that neon red color. Like it's like glowing. Because yeah, no. it, uh, shout out to Aloha Cafe. That's where I like ate some saimin with with charsu, and it wasn't. It was more like roasted mm, color. Interesting. And it wasn't red, mm. but the flavor was on point. Wow. Yeah, I know. I know. What's it called? Aloha Cafe. Yeah, I know they do things a little different. Mm. They have their own twist on things. Like mm-hmm. their lao lao is different. Maybe, their salmon is different. Maybe that's what it is. But even yeah. their musubi is different. Like it's cut like sushi. Round? Yeah. Right? What? Round, okay. You had well, musubi from there? No. But I know that um, Doreen had always said that they make it like or like her family. So when I came in and I first had a musubi was like like that. Like mm. round. Because wow. that's the way Doreen's family would do it. Interesting. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Pretty crazy. But yeah. That, but that apostor was fire i never had it like that who's the people behind the charsu brian the owner oh okay so he, he made yeah that that's his creation. i thought it was a, i thought it was a collab with somebody no 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 that's his oh okay he so brian's to, family's from hawaii i believe his one of his parents oh one of his parents born and raised over there how come he never mentioned this the first time when we all sat down because he probably doesn't need to. Like, there's people that's true that are like me that they'll I mention it every that. chance they get, <laughs> and there's other people that just be like, "By the way, I'm Hawaiian." <laughs> by the, by the way, way, I was born and raised. By the way, did you know? By the way, <laughs> I don't know if you knew. By this. the way, I'm from California, but uh, I'm actually uh, Hawaiian. <laughs> <laughs> no, we need a Brian on the pod. Shout out to Brian, Chef, yeah. Chef, uh, Pizza Brian. They call him Pizza, Pizza Brian. Brian on on the interweb. So he loves the collab. Pizziolo, Brian, and yeah. Evil Cooks though. Yeah. So Alex was there. Elvio was there. I was telling Elvio and Alex, gotta have you guys back on the podcast because a lot has changed from when we had them on the first. A lot time. of development, man. They've, Smorgasburg. Yeah, they've been like riding that wave, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, they've been riding that wave. And so I good. Was just having that um, conversation with with uh, Elvia, telling her that man, when you get to that top of that wave, you have to ride that momentum because if you don't ride the momentum. Yeah, and, you know, then Poke- kind of like everything kind of just trickles away. And yeah, you're Poke there. Party did the same thing. Oh yeah, we did the same yeah. thing. You we know, caught so mean, many with, waves. Just with, with us, know. it's you know, kids and just life in general. You know, true. But um, yeah, take every opportunity you can that makes you guys money because we all know people are out to. You That's know, true. At the same time, you know, you gotta you gotta, you gotta look out for your health too. That's number yeah. one. Yeah, you know, sometimes that's why there are certain things that we couldn't do on our end for poker party like uh event wise because it was just way too stressful and the amount of time sometimes just doesn't work out and you know, certain, i don't know I, and certain things that i feel that people want to like exploit the fact that you're trying to get your name out there so like, hey come and uh, pay all this money to run a booth and yeah pay all this money but you're gonna get your name out there exposure you know? yeah okay thanks <laughs> Life is crazy, <laughs> but as so, the great, the great uh, ancient proverb says, "Get rich or die trying." So, <laughs> it's not if you that care ancient. about your health. You ain't gonna make it no. if you just go hard. You might die or you might win. So, cool. I like that philosophy, kind of. So. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm not being serious. Take care, of you guys. Make sure you get at least three hours of sleep at night. At least, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> 
So, so, but y'all, what's up with y'all? What's been going on? No, for I need to know more about what uh, Jam Cam has been doing with like productive culture because there's been a lot of movement with like a lot of music, a lot of events going on. These are the things that I I enjoy hearing about because I've been kind of like not too familiar with like the music scene as much anymore. But just you know, scrolling through Instagram, Twitter, be like, what's your favorite album? You know, check out the collab we're doing with so and so and. Yeah, we got I a bunch. Hear more about what's we got a bunch. Of, I mean, lately we'll talk about. I mean, maybe uh, next, next the in next two weeks, episode. the next episode we'll talk about what we got coming up, and I'll let cool. you guys in on some, some things. But lately, just been grinding, man. Still producing a bunch of podcasts. Still um, representing for the gangsters all across the world. Still, woo woo. <laughs> <laughs> with the Lolo girl. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, we just been we just been working. Uh, just really uh, after we came back from tour. Um, we're talking about the next moves. Y'all been riding that wave. Yeah, I dig it. Yeah, just Noah James too. I could, I could see he's just firing his eyes, just grinding, yeah. just working. Yeah, and it's just the effects of the tour are still being felt. Just you know the connections back home and that's cool. The love we got in Oahu and the love we got on the Big Island. It's just been dope. So that's been a big motivator for me. Um, just, and I just been in the studio heavy, working with um, a bunch of producers. Got a bunch of beats. Nice. A bunch of things that need music. Cool. So y'all know me from doing uh, a bunch of y'all know things. Still <laughs> <laughs> doing a bunch of things. All these Dr. Dre references. Keep events. Going, the Chronic 2001. Yeah. All that. Uh, for events, for podcasts, for shows, for food stuff we've been yeah. doing. The tour. But there's at the core, there's like music, you know. Yeah. So if y'all don't know, I make beats and I make beats really good. Understand that very well. Understand that, and you're about to hear it. But I've just been working. I, I got working with a bunch of producers, working with um, the homie DeFalco, Matalo, Thirty Two Keys, Jaded Eye. Nice. Um, just been in the lab and just like cooking up because mm-hmm. we got some some things in the works. Dope. Yeah. Hell yeah. About well, to witness the strength of street knowledge. Yeah. Man, that changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go back. I'm going back. Listening to that. Yeah. Yeah. What's up with what's up with uh with you Mike? What's up with what's up with Poke Party? Poke Party lately, you know, on standby. You know, there's not really a lot of people that aren't, you know, buying Poke consistently. I mean, minus the fact that we haven't been promoting or anything like that. But you know, I think there's like slowly different transitions that we're trying to do, like maybe host different events. And I think more on my end, I think I would like to host more events and just primarily just focus on Poke Party. Um, trying to get my cousin uh, Mike C. Involved. Shout out to cousin Mike. <laughs> Shout out to cousin Mike. What's up, Mike? Uh, you know he's been trying to push it so hard. He's all like, "Hey, you got any more fish?" I'm all like, "For when? For tomorrow? Go! I'm gonna go see Jordan T. Blah blah. blah. I'm bringing food. I'm all like, you gotta give me like way more advanced <laughs> notice. I, I can't go fishing right now, or <laughs> you know, pick up fish from the market right Let now. Let me get off the boat right quick. Yeah." <laughs> Be right back Going to the harbor Yeah so I, I mean I, w- I want to make sure You know If he wants to run it um, he, Even though he has like A pretty tight work schedule too uh, he, he still wants to run that On the side Like feeding uh, Was he like secret service Or something what is he? It's Something like that You know Top secret service yeah. You know Craig mm-hmm. um, Top flight Top flight security Yeah Um yeah, I would, I'd, I'd love for him to get more involved. Uh, he's been building and making a lot of connections with, with actually like a bunch of uh, Hawaiian transplants out Dope. this way. You know, Dope. so there's a market for that. Yeah, so big time. Would love to make it 
you know, continue and and thrive in the near future. But I mean, now I've kind of been enjoying like some DJ gigs. Uh, I've been DJing at this spot uh, called Steelcraft out in uh, Garden Grove. Mm. So they got three locations, original ones in Long Beach, mm. not too far from where Julia and I live. And then there's a one there's one that opened up in Bellflower. And now there's the latest one is in Garden Grove and each one just gets bigger and bigger. Dope. So it's cool because they, they take those like like train compartments, like those train like storage compartments mm-hmm. and uh, they pretty much like reuse them and they're able to build out restaurants. That's is it like a food stuff. court with a bunch of different ones? It's like a whole bunch of food courts. Is it the Andy yeah. Andy Nguyen? Nah, not not with Andy. What's his? He has one, right? He has one in uh, Stanton, I believe. I, I don't know if it if it's anything similar to that, but I mean, it's just like a whole bunch of food courts too, okay. right? So yeah, there's like dope. there's like a spot. Yeah, there's like a spot that they do like uh, fried chicken sandwiches. Damn. You know, better anything better See, than Popeyes. I like Popeyes. to get a spot like that. It's perfect. I, I mean, I've, I've been looking at the market. I've talked to them about it. It's pretty pricey. I bet. Really, really pricey. It's kind of like hipster prices. Not to oh. not to be dissing like or anything rent like that. Or, you know, Rent-wise, like, like, like lease. My cousin's a longshoreman. I don't have him jack one. There you go. <laughs> I mean, so on top of that, like Julia's, Julia's sister, she works for a company called uh, Crate Modular. They've been doing, um, they've been making houses with all that kind of stuff. Crazy. Uh, for veterans. Oh, and, dope. Uh, That's so, dope. like, housing for veterans and, and um, even, like, many different projects with, like, uh, wineries mm. and, and stuff like that. So, it's, it's really cool. Nice. Like, uh, that whole concept is really cool. So, like, these buildings, like, you could stack them. It's, it's kind of, like, almost like Legos, yeah. I want to say, for, for a lack of a better term. It's like Legos where you could just stack them, you could build them up, and you could uh, cut portions out, and you can make, like, different shapes and stuff like that. That's mm. dope. So... That's something to look into. I mean, if you're like looking into like buying land and then just using those crates and stuff like that to to build it out, like it's perfect. I think. That's pretty dope. Yeah. So I've been. It's it's cool like having the opportunity to DJ there, and tasting some of the food. There's like a spot that does like Heinen chicken. Mm. Uh, There's like breweries in each one, so it's really dope. Just to hang out. I like Heinen chicken. Heinen chicken's good. When it's made right, it's bomb. It took me eight years to to find it. Which one did you up go to? to your, up to your standards? No, because growing up, I just knew it as cold ginger chicken. Oh, crazy! At all these Chinese or restaurants in yeah. Hawaii. Cold ginger chicken? Yeah, because it's cold, right? No, nah, it's pretty Uh-oh. warm. Wait, what's the chicken? That's the. It's like the Chinese chicken that it's boiled and it's cold. It serves cold with hot rice, and you have it with like the topping of all the ginger and all the little. That's kind of it, though. But it's, a, it's not cold. There's one that's cold. Boom. Never had the cold one. But yeah, no, it sounds along the same lines, but yeah. always had, I've always had it hot. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and it could be fucked know. up really easy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it needs to be a good cut, boiled. I'm going to look it up. The flavored. Cold, cold high flavored, It's got to be a different, different um, region. Because it looks exactly that, like a piece of boiled chicken yeah. and rice. If you guys really want to go to a spot in the San Gabriel Valley for bomb... Heinen Chicken is Savoy Kitchen. Where's that? In Alhambra. You never oh, been? Shit. Where? On, bro. <laughs> Where? Uh, Savoy Kitchen. On what? Uh, Valley. <clears throat> on Valley. I gotta check that out. I could show you a picture, but you guys can see it on. Yeah, on see, the podcast, it's, yeah. it's it's crazy because it's like uh, looks like if you take chicken right out of the boiling water, mm-hmm. that's exactly. It, 
But it's seasoned pretty good though. But if it's seasoned right, man, it's it's fire. Yeah. Yeah. One of I those agree. things that looks so like simple and like whatever, but could be killer if it's done right. Yeah, I think I was looking a lot of places are saying that it's served um room temperature. Or this one says at seventy eight degrees. It serves <laughs> it serves we serve our chicken at 78 degrees. So avoid bacteria, <laughs> you know. Right out of the food temperature danger zone. <laughs> the skin should have a gelatinized texture when it comes from its ice bath. Um, Crazy. The chicken should also be chopped into evenly sized pieces without messy bone fragments. Each piece with its own complete set of skin, fat, and meat. Sito said that it should be served at room temperature or nearer to cold to contrast with the hot rice. Mm. Um, but I've had it like at... Um, cold? At like 10 ren Out here I haven't had it cold yet But I've And it was like Closer to yeah. warm I was like Oh I figured it was just cause Maybe they didn't know But Growing up there was like This one restaurant in Kona That my mom would go to That they had it And I was like We just called it Cold ginger chicken Yeah So then it took me Like until like Two years ago To find it And be like Oh is that The thing And then I ordered it It was like yeah. when I was I used to do DoorDash Back in the day um, I remember and, and I was just like Oh yeah What I'm, a G <laughs> <laughs> That's funny Get rich, die trying. <laughs> Hustle. That's um, dope. But speaking of immigrant food, I think we should uh, dive on, dive on, or dive in to this topic. Uh, so you, Adam, you you shared a link with us with a spot called Immigrant Food, which yeah. happens to be down the street from sixteen hundred Pennsylvania Avenue. <laughs> was <what was> that? <laughs> which is pretty in ironic. Washington D.C. But um, yeah. but yeah, the owners behind it. Um, their concept is to uh, uh, I think they just sell they sell bowls and they sell bowls but from different cultures around the world so mm. it's not just one you know like style just one menu. specific cuisine you know they have Vietnamese and Italian and stuff and um, you know if you go you're able to like it's to represent immigrants of the world here in the United States um and then they kind of just bring awareness to just different advocacy groups, right? That deal with immigration and and, and stuff like that, and um, which is an awesome thing because in this time we're in, everybody knows it's you know it's pretty it's a hairy situation, and for someone to open up and take that chance to open up a restaurant to like really like not so much just have different cultures in their in the restaurant. I mean, anybody could do that. But to bring awareness to that, you know, to that topic, yeah, you know, and um, not too many people take that chance, I, you know, with any any type of belief or or something they stand behind, but to feel that strongly about it and to open up something that's gonna like bring awareness to the issues, that's yeah. an awesome thing. That's yeah. an awesome, and then especially where it's at, it's pretty, you know, pretty ironic. I feel like it's a slap to the face to. So the current up, administration. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, one of those. It's, it's a <laughs> Your move, fool. <laughs> it's crazy how the just the narrative is it has to be that way now, right? Because it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, immigrant food, I mean, food from different places has been like the thing forever, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Everywhere you go, there's different mm-hmm. styles of food and it's never an issue, you know? Even the, sections, like city sections. Yeah, like, yeah. But you can always like in, in the area you're in, even if you're like an area that's that's pretty, pretty on the holly side. There's always going to be 
Chinese food or there's always going to be Mexican food or something everywhere. There was going to be a cantina. There's always going to be a cantina. It's <laughs> Taco be a Tuesday. Tex-Mex. Taco Tuesday. <laughs> but then it's crazy if it was like four years ago, the conversation would have been completely different. I think it's just right now there's like an anti-immigrant rhetoric in yeah. the country because of the leadership, you know. Yeah. But if it was four years ago, the leadership we had then, I could see like a clip of like Obama in there ordering food. Right. You know, like Obama go. You know, remember he'd be like, Obama went to uh, went to Shake Shack or Chick Fil A. Yeah. Obama went to Rainbow Drive In. They opened Chick Fil A for him on a Sunday. Did, no, just kidding. Oh, I was like, really? <laughs> no, no, nothing. That's all speculation that, and propaganda. I heard that Chick Fil A's closed on Sundays. <laughs> You're my Chick Fil A. Sorry, nobody yeah. heard the Kanye record. Um, no comment on that one. And then, yeah, it was just crazy. Yeah, it was. I was reading that they said that um, when you dine there. Uh, the diners get a chance to donate to local immigrant advocacy groups and they use a slogan that's a major part united at the table so shout out to the uh, owner operator Peter Schechter Schechter united at the table I mean that's another thing that's so like such a simple concept but holds a lot of like weight you know what I mean absolutely like like, I think if you just gather people around the table like um, like I had neighbors like that were like um I had Mexican neighbors because we grew up in El Monte, right? So I invited them over one time just to eat our food and stuff. I was like, oh, this is your guys' kind of menudo? Because like yeah. Filipino menudo is made with pork and it's a stew. Mm. And uh, it's, it's a different, totally different concept from uh, like Mexican menudo, yeah. you know? And, and, and it's just talking about like the similarities that we have. And you come to find out there are more similarities between... Uh, immigrants than there are anything that would divide us mm-hmm. altogether. Definitely, you know. So, like you know, like when we talk about like um, mesa, like the table, mm-hmm. it's like the same word. You know, like I said, there's like a lot of similarities. There's a, a lot of things that that kind of like are slightly different, but altogether, like we're all trying to quote unquote live this American dream that that's been told yeah. that we should that our previous generations before us have gone gone through just to be here just to to establish that kind of situation yeah. for their future and and future generations of their family yeah i i look at, i think like if you think back to our parents our grandparents and um generations before them and and their struggles and they how hard they worked so that our generations wouldn't have to go through that and how they yeah. fought civil rights all, everything and then to have it like come full circle and it's back to almost the same. Yeah, we're back shit. to it's we crazy. Are. Yeah, the things that's going on right now in Chile, uh, yeah. what's going on in uh, China and Hong Kong, all all that stuff is is it's scary. It's a scary time right now. Yeah. And here we are, like you know, a lot of things could be like united at the front, united, you know, at a table. Yeah. You know, but otherwise, every everybody's just. You know, they they made it a big ass pissing contest for no reason. And people get bolder and bolder, and you know they feel um, it's almost like everything's being instigated. Yeah. You know, and it's one of those things where it's like, well, I didn't say that, and I'm not this, and I'm not that, I'm not racist. Bunch of he says, she says stuff. But then they're just like they, you know, they throw little side jabs, and people that aren't around a lot of different cultures start feeling some type of way. They start feeling threatened. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, and now, you know, you do have to like 
be careful or you know not e- and maybe not even that all crazy but it's different because mm-hmm. people feel they have the right to like just be you know say stuff to you and you know and like oh well you're not born here and you need to go back to where you come from and it's crazy yeah. i think i think i think it's it, it's crazy for for us that's, now that's a crazy concept go back to where you came from yeah yeah well funny thing yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean you know like what this was before. jokes on you asshole i'm from here <laughs> yeah. and it's it's a different it's a different era it's a crazy time in this world and um you know like you guys know you know me growing up we dealt with other things you know and I feel a little bit more uneasy now than I did back then. You know what I mean? Like growing up and for my kids, for our kids, you know, you don't know it's still little, but I mean, this is the world he's coming up in. You know, this is the world that, you know, Janai is now out as a young adult, you know, JJ is, is, you know, a teen and the issues are like different now. Yeah. You know, and and it, it and it's crazy. It's 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 no more. I mean, it's still like you know, you talk to your kids about certain, you know, talk to your kids about drugs and alcohol and, and stuff like that. You know, and if you grow up in the hood, you know, you talk to your kids about you know being careful and trying to avoid the whole gang situation and trying to navigate through that. And but now it's like you gotta like talk to them about, you know, we always talk to them about cops. You know, my pops always talked to me about the cop and. Now you got to talk to them about the cops. Now you got to talk to them about, you know what? People might not like you just because of the way you look. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's a, that's, it's a sad concept. And it's a sad thing to think that like, I got to tell my kids, you know what? Because of the color of our skin, you know, people might not like you. You know what I mean? Like, and they might feel the the, the need to disrespect you and you got to like watch yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's some backward ass thinking, man. Because we're not, you know, like it was bad back in the sixties, you know? And now now we're like going through the same thing. And people I think what gets me is that people swear that it's not happening. No, I nah. think it's I think it's all I think it's 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 always been happening. Yeah. Like we're not at the scale of what it was a long time ago, yeah. but because everything's documented. Like yeah. you have all these every now and then they give them nicknames, right? Like Walmart Wendy or mm-hmm. Barbecue Becky mm-hmm. or whatever, right? Um, and they happen all over the world and then they find out who it is. And then like one of them just happened down the street from here. Um, the Walmart Wendy one where she's like asking. My, my, my nephew's Aloha. Is that one? Yeah, <laughs> that was here in this city that we're in right now. So the, but that's always, I think that I feel like that's always been happening. Yeah. That's why like. But they're more more bold to like be no, out, out. You think? No, I think it's the same. It's just now that we're it's accessible and it's triggering people because triggering. we see it. Okay. Like a Walmart Wendy was the same thing, if not worse, or more frequent maybe twenty years ago. Mm. But because of the fact that they get caught, they get no. put on the internet, exposed. That's to me. That's the only difference. So I, I would actually say I don't think it's getting worse. It's just something that people got to twist it and think then that it went away. America's always been this way. America's always had these problems. Yeah. And that's something that, like, that's what America's rooted in. Like, yeah, it's hyper-glorified now, I think. Yeah, it's just now that we see it. Now you're able to put it up on social media. So now what are we going to do about it? So yeah. let's turn it into a positive and, like, yeah. you know? I mean, it's just easy for us just to say, like, oh, that's fucked up on social media, but not actually fully take action on it, like, yeah. out there. Yeah. You know, I think we're more concerned about 
taking care of our own and, and, and more concerned about the people that we're with um, having those kind of situations as opposed to, um, you know, confronting it head on and straight up. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I'm fearful about that because I feel like if if I say a certain thing because somebody told me to go back to where I came from, I'm like, you know, it could lead into him pulling out a gun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Something really drastic and... And I don't want to be put in that kind of situation. Even if I get cut off now, like before I used to flip people off like often yeah. and throw pennies and shit. <laughs> I I got some guy cut me off before and he actually made me like kind of like pull over. And as soon as he got out of his car, I just booked it. Because you didn't know if he was about to pull yeah, out. Yeah, I don't know if, if yeah. he was going to pull out a gun on me or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's it's fucking scary. Yeah, road rage. Yeah. That is, yeah no. And that's just road rage. You know, it had nothing to do with like yeah. race or... Or class or, or anything. It's just like you never that. know. So then sometimes people go chasing those moments too. Oh yeah. One hundred percent. And then they you know, that's what I don't I don't think like this shit needs to be we need to know that this shit never went away. It's a sad to admit, but like I don't mean to sound oh, yeah. like like a pessimist, but you are. It's it's I'm I'm usually not like uh, pretty optimistic, but the thing is like there's there's gonna be hate for a long time just Definitely. because of what this was built off of. Yeah. And America's too big of a country to expect like a united front. Like the like California is not the same as Alabama in oh, no. in any like this like it's another country. Yeah. So people there think differently, people here think differently. So we're one of the most progressive places. So we we think everything's all good, you know? And then we have all these things popping up and then it's just like, "Oh, damn." That's the truth. No, you're you're right. You're right. You're right. It's always been I remember being uh how old was I? think maybe in third grade fourth grade mm. and i don't know if I've, I've told you guys this story but um i uh i left my i used to live in like in a cul-de-sac and um i left my football outside and the next day i want to go look for it mm. right because there was a lot of kids in the area or apartment complex whatever it was a big apartment complex and um I left my football outside. The next day, you know, one of the little kids in the neighborhood was like, oh, you're, you know, your football's over there in the bushes. So it was like on my our side, it was a big complex. It was on our side in the bushes. So I went and grabbed it. It was a, it was a yellow Rams football, I remember. The yellow Rams football. Covered in writing. Covered yeah. in writing. I started reading it. And it was, it said stuff like... Uh, Went back, go back to Mexico. Yeah. Just a bunch of, like, bad, horrible. I mean, I'm like, you know, eight, nine years old. I'm reading it like, what the heck? Long story short, it was the the kid was, the kid that was like, oh, your football's over there. And I was like, what the heck? And he's like, yeah, you know, so-and-so from the next apartment building mm. threw it there. So this man from the next apartment building grabbed my football, wrote all over it, thought it was funny. Threw it in the bushes next to us. So I was like, oh, really? So I remember giving it to my mom and my mom just getting so upset. We'll wait for your dad to come home. My pops came in. You know, he gave, uh, you know, he gave, my mom gave him the football and he was reading it. And man, my dad was just like, kind of like, just paused for a second. And he's like, you know who did this? And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm a kid. I, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They told me it was a dude next door or the dude on the other side. Pops, let's go. Damn. Went over there, you know. My pops wasn't that big, you know. I mean, height-wise. And I remember being there, and I'm like, oh, shit. 
And he tell he knocks on the door, and the wife comes, and then sees my dad, sees me, so they know already. Because I remember the the look on their face was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> so my pops is like, "Hey, you know, where's your husband at?" And oh, you know, he's not. He's in the back. And, you know, he just got home from work, and I could see this fool in the back, peeking like through the hallway, and not wanting to come out. Yeah. And then my dad's like, "Where, you know?" Where's he at? You know, and you know, my dad had some words. And so finally dude came out and uh he he told my dad, Oh, I thought it was a you know funny, it was a joke. <laughs> what do you mean he thought it was a joke, you know? And yeah, see, so it's like, yeah, that was what in the eighties, you know. And man. That's cr- yes. I mean it, you know, it went down. I mean, that was the condensed version of it. Yeah. You know. My you know, my pops rest in peace was, you know. Yeah, he was about that business. So that's why it was crazy. People, <laughs> people now get get courage behind like their phones now. So like in mm-hmm. in twenty twenty, yeah, you would have been there with your phone up, yeah, and then he would have felt threatened instead of saying it was a joke. Yeah, he would pull exactly. out his phone and started filming you. Yeah, hey, well, hey. I don't care because I, you know, oh, put it on Facebook. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. <laughs> that's what that's that's. Yeah. So the same shit's happening. It's just people are just they they just get brave. Even the people filming it, they just quick yeah. to just whip out their phone. Look who's doing impressions now. We're closed on Sundays. But uh, <laughs> all in all, you know what? This restaurant is a step in the right direction. We need more spots like this. Um, that's dope. Yeah. That's yeah. off. That's and dope. I think there are a lot of restaurants like that already, uh, even though they don't maybe uh, take in like a whole bunch of like uh, donations and things like that for, for these uh, or advocate for all these uh, agencies and stuff like that for yeah. immigration. But I think even though that there are a lot of, you know, for lack of a better term, ethnic foods or there's there's like different, you know, cuisines from all over the world everywhere and people go visit it. I think that's, that's another step in itself for people to to engage and and understand like different cultures. Mm. And I always I've always been an advocate for that where if you want to get familiar with somebody's culture is like try their food. Yeah. Yeah. You know, based on like what they have and what what they grew up on and things like that because you know, God knows we didn't grow up on hamburgers and hot dogs and and stuff like that, but I think ultimately like just uh even taking out a friend to a spot that they've never been to. Like, I introduced one of my homies to Jollibee for lack of a better place to, to take him to. <laughs> like, for Filipino food. You know, like, it's a small introduction to Filipino food and, and you know, the, the pop culture that goes on with it. And they're like, dude, it's pretty good. And yeah. I'm like, you're welcome. You know, this, this is what, you know, we enjoy from time to time. Inspired. I think that's a cool thing. Like, even, like, taking homies out to tacos. Like, I've never had... Uh, tacos besides Taco Bell or Del Taco, like okay, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> let's I have, let's take you to Karina's or uh, something like that. I just thought least. about something. Yeah, go for it. A question, just because for me and you, we don't have our culture is not like mainstream uh, restaurantized. <laughs> like, there's a couple spots at Filipino food. I yeah. mean, Jollibee is like the most. Yeah, that's like mainstream because a lot of those aren't like Filipino Filipino foods, but they're Filipino style foods. Like yeah. fried chicken and spaghetti. LNL has like barbecue. It's not the authentic native Hawaiian foods. Like Jollibee doesn't serve like. I mean, they got pancit and stuff like that. But yeah. see, so I, I consider that as like a small introduction already. Right. So 
Now, the question I have for you, sir, Adam, is that do you feel weird going into restaurants that are like Mexican, knowing that like you're ethnically Mexican, your nationality is maybe American, but you're like racial and your ethnic background is Mexican slash Mexican American. Um, Does it feel weird? Do you like how do you feel going into all these places and they're like and they have like your culture's food and whether they get it right or not or whether who's in the kitchen or not do you just like does it feel weird to know like wow this is what your your perception like if you like yeah. imagine going to like eat mexican food in like seattle washington or something like when it's they only have like yeah yeah, yeah. no no i i get i get the uh question i get the question um i think for me personally um when it comes to like um I don't know. Let's 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 take let's take street tacos, mm-hmm. right? Because when it comes to like American Mexican American food, uh-huh. that's a whole almost like a whole different like cuisine. I guess mm-hmm. I, I don't even know if you want to call it like a whole different, but it there's different because there's like Mexican food you could get at like at an authentic, you know, Mexican restaurant where they make you know authentic Mexican food. Um, but then you could go to a place like I don't know, like uh, like Tams or Angelos, right? Burger joint, mm-hmm. but they make burritos and they have like carne asada burritos stuff. Like that. So the flavors are like it's crazy because mm-hmm. it's like an American. I don't know. I don't even want to call it Chicano, but it's Americanized. Mm-hmm. But what you're saying, like, I think for me, what I I don't know. Not that I dislike. But I just think it's it, it's funny, like having like street tacos in a restaurant. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe maybe the way it's presented on a silver plate. Mm-hmm. It's just you know, yeah, it, it's kind of like one of those things to where, well, if you weren't like down with where it comes from, in a sense of like on the street, or you kind of like like didn't want to go there because of the stigma behind it, mm-hmm. but now you accept it. You know, doubly priced, and you know, it. Yeah, it, it's a trip. It's a trip for me. Mm. You know what I, I mean? I don't know. I don't know if I make sense. No, but, but it's more of a. Um, it's more of one of those things. It's more of like growing up in an area where where street food and and Mexican food was sold like on the corners. You mm-hmm. know, we had a tamale lady walking around yelling tamales. You know, we had a. Uh, um, People selling churros. We have, you know, people making tortas uh, because that was their everyday hustle. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we've talked about this on, 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 you know, on the cast before. And, you know, wherever they come from in Mexico or Salvador or whatever, mainly Mexico, like, that was their thing over there. So when they come here to make money, you know, they're selling tortas. They're selling, you know, stuff. And to see it kind of like, I don't know, capitalized on, you know, like anything, like any anybody's yeah. culture, it's exploited. And uh, I'm not, I'm like, I'm not with that, you know? Like, yeah. I'm not, and, and I could honestly say certain restaurant. I, I, honestly, like the way it's presented, the way it's 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 sold, um, even even the language around it, it's just kind of like, yeah, authentic street taco. No, it's not an authentic street taco because it ain't made in the street. You know what I'm saying? Handcrafted. Like, I, I just... Maybe it's my, I don't know, not bitterness, but I just don't. When you start adding all these words to it. I see your point. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't know. 
Yeah. It, it, it's uh, but then again, like I, I hear people talk about, let's say like Taco Bell, right? Yeah. Well, it's not Mexican food. Yeah, you're right. It's not Mexican food. You know. Yeah. At the same time, I'm not all like, uh, you know, I'm not all against going to Taco Bell. I, I did yeah. Taco Bell. It's American. Yeah. What have you heard of like like Sharky's Mexican Grill? They're, yeah, they're I've like heard in, of it. they're like in Pasadena. Yeah. Um, just like when when they okay, started in Sherman Oaks. Um, the founder, Steve Paperno, had a vision to combine the variety of flavors he experienced traveling through Mexico um, with his passion for healthy living. So it's like kind of like a Baja Fresh style. And like yeah. when I walk in there and you see the decorations in the menus and it's like yeah. voted best Mexican restaurant. Like they're separate from like, like you know, like Taco Bell or Tams. They're, they have Mexican food or yeah. expired, but they're not advertised as like a Mexican yeah. spot. It's kind of like when I walk into a spot that's like a Hawaiian place. Yeah. There's no in between now. It's just like what they that's just their vision of what like Hawaii is. And a lot of it's not like Hawaii based. Yeah. So I just get a chuckle of looking around and I see what they have on the walls and tiki's. And I see like the mix up of certain cultures and and I'll be like, Oh, it's that I just get a kick out of it. It's like I just wonder like if you feel the same when you see like these spots. These, yeah, these no, little, I do. Now I these do these little cantinas. Yeah, now now, now I do. Uh before maybe I was a little bit more like Fuck this place, you know, like yeah, yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. more like uh, militant about it. But um, now I, yeah, I, I just trip out because I think uh, we're in a time where just you know people open up restaurants because of the food they love or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you know, dude traveled Mexico and felt like opening it, you know. And I think it goes a little deeper, you know, like maybe respect, you know, if you respect the the culture and the cuisine yeah. and then I'm cool with it. You know what I mean? Like a cool example of that is uh, the dude that uh, opened up uh, Pac Pac. Oh yeah, yeah, Richter. Uh, yeah. Andy Richter. Yeah, Andy Richter. Yeah. So he he traveled to Thailand. Obviously, he's not doing like the whole you know uh, Thai uh, pad Thai and, and mm-hmm. things like that. It's like traditional it's regional, regional yeah. uh, Thai cuisine, and he's doing it justice, I believe, uh, up in the Pacific Northwest. And even bring he brought it down here. I think he had several pop ups uh, here in downtown LA uh, area. But I think that's that's a great example of of someone like taking like, dude, I'm inspired by this cuisine and this culture, and I feel like the need to advocate in a sense and share it on in the mainland kind of thing. Yeah, and it's crazy because with this with these food <laughs> concepts, it's like these are these are uh like for immigrant food to take it back to that that restaurant like these are newly new concepts you know or like if it's a place that's been colonized or like these are it's it's relatively new but like the history between the chinese culture and americanized and and the mexican food and the americanized versions that goes back a lot farther yeah so maybe it might be a little more fresh like if the next wave was the filipino food yeah or the next wave was um you know like one of those one of those cuisines that you know what i'm saying like i was just curious like it's gone so far and it's been so long that you gotta in a way be desensitized desensitive desensitized desensitive yeah, yeah no no like, it, and like, indifferent oh, to it like it's like just yeah whatever be like this ain't my culture anyway this yeah. is americanized blah 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 food yeah and um it, it's funny because um my cousins and my uncle out in the valley and uh I won't name the name of the restaurant, but uh, ever since I was young, that was like the spot where they would go. That was a spot. Probably not one 
Mexican in there, but the people that cook the food, if that, you know. Yeah. But they loved it. They 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 love that type of and it was <laughs> your cliche like yeah. sombreros everywhere yeah yeah you know yeah what I mean Kinda like, like real, a El Torito yeah type Taco spot, Tuesday huh? and all that Acapulco. you know that's what I'm saying it's like even if Cinco like, de Mayo and then it's kind of like well you don't even want us here yeah but you guys are coming and and, and wearing yeah. you know freaking hats and, and maracas culture and right right so yeah so you're right you know like seeing maracas and stuff like that is probably like you seeing tiki's and 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 you know yeah. And um, but like you said, you know, over over time, it just you just kind of like that's ridiculous. Like yeah. you kind of like laugh at it too, because um, kind of like <laughs> nice try, guys. Wow, nice really? Try. Like really? <laughs> yeah. Went with that? You know, you 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 went with that. I'm gonna have a new saying. It's gonna be, no thanks, chemo. Because <laughs> there's a movie that is from 1970 that is on Disney Plus now called oh. Castaway Cowboy. Oh, I I seen that. And there's a yeah, it's yeah, about yeah. this. There's like I'm about this. To watch it, there's like this. A uh, Caucasian kid living amongst uh, some um, eighteen hundred like Native Hawaiians. Really, and there's a scene where they offer him some food, and he's like, they offer him the food in Hawaiian, and he's like, "No thanks, chemo." <laughs> and I just thought it was funny, and I took a screenshot. I'm gonna make it a meme. So, 2020, no thanks, chemo. You heard that's, it first. That's JMK. my that's my phrase. Whenever I hear something I don't like, no thanks, chemo. Maybe I shouldn't have gone that deep into it, but. <laughs> No, uh, <laughs> I went a little bit too no, far in explaining it, but I mean, we could go even deeper. But it makes sense because now, because uh, you know, as we're discussing this, I'm I'm like thinking about what if we needed to uh, not necessarily water down each cultures or any, for for it to be palatable to the to the to the Western civilization kind mm-hmm. of thing. Like for example, like if you think of Filipino food, you think of automatically like egg rolls, which is lumpia. Pancit, like noodles mm-hmm. and maybe barbecue sticks. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of people's perception of what Filipino food is. That's crazy to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then there's like... It's the truth though. Yeah. So we we think of things that are probably like, okay, we know our American friends would probably like to try this. Yeah. Would be mm-hmm. down to eat this because it's it's something that's not too foreign. Because right if you introduce like the Nguan, which is like pork blood, Stewed up with like octopus or yeah. or squid, they're just gonna be like, "That's that's too funky for me." Like I, I'm not down. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know. So, and then, I guess you could say like some people have capitalized on it, exploited mm-hmm. the whole idea, and and decided to open up a Filipino American restaurant, and and went along that way. And sometimes I feel like you know what this is like. I guess this is the time that we live in because. Back then, obviously, within maybe the past 30 years, maybe that was like the growth of mom and pop restaurants and stuff like that. Because everything else was, everybody ate at home a lot, uh-huh. you know. But now since this this new age of like, oh, check out this new chef that's putting out this like new take on Filipino cuisine, on Mexican cuisine, on Hawaiian cuisine. Like it's not really cuisine. It's, this is the food that we grew up on. This Eating. is the food that we ate. Right. Yeah. So if it's brought into like a restaurant setting, everybody wants to open. But up it a does have to be now. adjusted. I'm gonna tell you when I was uh, when I was at the country club, like when beginning my culinary career. Um, oh, okay, country club, my bad. Beach club on the on the sands, <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know it was real real traditional. You know, tall yeah. hat, neckerchief, all that. And my um, I can't see you wearing that. <laughs> I, got pictures, I got pictures. My uh, uh so like my Thursday yeah, my Thursday assignment was 
salsa night for the members, right? Oh, okay. Rich members at that, like like elite <laughs> people, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, the ongoing joke and the ongoing like thing that we had to do on Thursdays was make our food palatable for them. Less, it's too spicy, Adam. A hundred percent, bro. <laughs> like, like no spice, like no spice at all. That's how it had to be because one of the chefs, you know, maybe months before I got there, just gave something a kick, and man, they freaking complained, and it was too spicy. So I was there making fajitas, <laughs> like they were, fajitas, please, Mr. Martinez. <laughs> uh, so I had like the fajita bar, and uh, um. It was pretty. It was pretty. It was pretty funny. Salsa night. Dude. That's funny. We go to the you know country club for salsa night. Chef salsa Adam's salsa. Cantina. <laughs> but pretty much, I'm surprised they didn't make me wear a sombrero. You know what I mean? Oh man, <laughs> that's crazy. But um, we did. You know, we had to adjust. Maracas the... in his chef jacket and shit. <laughs> when I'm cooking, <laughs> yeah. kind of like the the Mexican uh, Benihana. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, Shout out to Benihana. Man, I'm telling you. So. Uh, yeah, so I mean, we had to like adjust, you know, because we had to adjust. Not even it was like, no, it was. Like, you guys need to not make this food the way you guys eat it at home because, you know. And then we would be in the back making, the, you know, the family meal and make food that was just man freaking singe your hairs because it was so <laughs> spicy, bro. It's like headaches, but um. Yeah, for you, for you guys to eat. Yeah, just for us. Yeah, like, yeah we we would uh, um, we would eat that. How does that work? Do you guys? Everybody takes like one day a week. You'd be like, well, I'll cook for the for the. Yeah, sometimes it depends on the restaurant. Some restaurants, it's do you like, like blindfold yourself and pick out a flag and be like, "Fuck, I gotta make <laughs> Swedish meatballs today." No, shit. no, it's <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know, one day you know the the cold kitchen will make uh, you know family meal. One day the. You know, the line cooks from the bar will make family meal. You know, right. one, one, you know, the executive chef will make family meal. Family um, meals are the best. And, you know. I like family meals at Pollo Loco. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you know what? Pollo Loco, man, I got a, a bone to pick with y'all. Go for Let's it. Let's hear it. I don't Let's know what's go. up with Closing your, thoughts for episode 21. I don't know what's up with y'all and your little ass chickens. <laughs> man. We been we went the other day. They're hormone free. Yeah. That's why. Fuck that. <laughs> nah, they're preemies or something. Quail like Quail Cornish legs. hens. Yeah. Cornish they are, hens. They are kind of small. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's crazy. Squab. What is it called? Squab. Like <laughs> those are pigeons. Yeah. They just quail. They just cook pigeons and call them squab. <laughs> That's messed up. Yeah. yeah. Nah, I don't know. I don't know what's up with y'all, but yeah. you guys need to get it together. They are pretty lean. I, mean, I will yeah. say that. Yeah. That's at least you can guarantee that your chicken breast there is not going to be dry though. Nah, it depends. The one by my pad, you've had it. They're inconsistent. Oh, okay, because it's, it's so small. It doesn't get. Yeah, usually, I yeah. get the chicken bowls anyways, but then there's like way too many beans over rice. Oh yeah, and then the it's like all soggy because of the pico de gallo sa- uh, mm-hmm. salsa in there. What the uh, tostada bowl? Not even the tostada bowl, just the rice bowl. Just, just the pollo bowl. Oh, the pollo bowl. Because I get the tostada bowl and I ask them for the rice and beans on the side. Uh, smart genius. You're smart because I have a I have a thing about. Cold lettuce and hot food. Of course you do. <laughs> I fucking hate it. <laughs> I hate that shit. By the time he gets wilt, nah. I'm cool, fam. It's going to be a no thanks, chemo. Yeah, no, <laughs> no thanks, chemo. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. So what else? Do we have anything else? Music, anything? JMKM? Um, nah. What are you nah. listening to? Uh, Right now, just 
my shit. No. <laughs> no, I've got a bunch of, uh, I don't know, just been getting caught up. We can save that for the next pod, though. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, but so food. I think, I think, uh, food. I think we'll wrap. It's about that time. Let's do it. I think, uh, so closing thoughts is that Immigrant Foods is a dope place. And yeah. if it was four years ago, just it immigrant would, food period. It is good. Yeah, shout out to immigrant you know? food. So support local businesses. Period. Go, go to the little mom and pop spots. I'm trying to find some Jamaican food. So we'll, Ooh, let's some jerk chicken. Yeah. There's a couple spots that I've been to, like okay. going towards Hollywood. Not in right Hollywood, but Culver City. I think I think I, I've had. There's a food truck, Ozai. Okay. Well, not a food truck, pop up. But and he's always at. I've been craving like uh, beef patties. Basically, oh, yeah. they're like empanadas, yeah. right? Oh, man. When I went to New York and Brooklyn Ooh. and jerk chicken, mm. I'm down for jerk chicken, even though, like, I wanted to ask you guys, what was the hottest thing you guys have ever eaten? Like, spicy. Like, oh, like how far... We we talked about this yesterday while we were having pizza. Jordan and I were talking about, like, you know, we're just, pre- we're just prepping for, uh, you know, on our episode of Hot Ones. Yeah. Like, thinking about, like, how, how far we could go with, like, spicy food and i wanted to know like what was the most spiciest thing that you were able to like digest i don't know go uh you can't think of anything (laughs) no i don't know i mean i i'm i like spicy food but i think i like asian spicy versus like mexican spicy Uh uh-huh why so because i noticed that (laughs) i can't handle okay okay so here's high chilies so last Christmas we went to um, my I had like menudo for Christmas. Uh-huh. No yeah. pozole. 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 <laughs> JJ, you laughing at me, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I, I had pozole for Christmas and yeah. it was green pozole, and it wasn't the typical pozole that we usually eat, and it was made by like an in-laws in-law. Okay. And that was, was the spiciest chili. thing I ever had. Yeah. To the point where even like other people in our party that are usually get down, so that yeah, it was pretty up there. Yeah, Mikey. But, yeah. Um. So when I was training with uh, Roy's uh, chef Roy Troy's uh, flex kitchen crew, flex. I had to shout out to Roy. He's a cool cat. Yeah. So he, we best, were my best friend. Yeah, we were <laughs> we were training at um we were training at uh the Line Hotel uh at Pot and kind of like an, a little initiation thing. Everybody is like, you're, you're you're the new guy. I'm like, yeah, I'm the new guy. And so they started passing out tablespoons, or not tablespoons, teaspoons of straight up capsaicin. Mm. Basically the the hot shit in within spicy food. Well, like in chiles and stuff. It's like extracted. Like, yeah. No, thank you. So, uh, no, thanks, Kimo. Yeah. So I yacked. I, you know, for lack of a better TMI situation, like... My butthole was on fire. <laughs> I hid. Yeah, I, I hid in the restroom for like 30 minutes. And they're like, like yo, where's uh, where's Mike at? Where's Mike at? And I hear him like walking in the restroom and like like hiding my legs in the toilet. And shit, like sitting down. And I'm like, fuck, dude, I don't want to go back. Because like my ears were ringing. Yeah. Really? I was crying. Um, That's that. Yeah, I've um, had stuff like that. And on top of that. It was like I was high. I hallucinated for like a good forty-five minutes, <laughs> bro. That well, damn. That that's it, how hot it was. It really messed me up. Nah, I've never had that. I went back no. to the lot. I went back to the line. I had one and, notch below in that. my uh, station, and and then uh, 
chef kept on asking me like five every five ten minutes you good i'm like i'm okay i'm okay but i was in pain but i just wanted to prove like yo i'm good why like, they do that it's an initiation thing like it's a, it's, i'm pretty sure that's, you could there's a lawsuit there you could come out no, really there is. <laughs> I'm just yeah you, really you, you can get, get really sick. sick what uh see i've had like something below that not that like hallucinating but like yeah what was it there's two things one thing was um i went to a taco truck by my old you know where i used to grow up and um the salsa they made was just like full of like habanero and all these hot and it made my ears like I took one bite and my head was just like yeah, yeah there's a sick well, head change the head change yeah no I've, ha- I've had that yeah. from salsa before so yeah. that and then guisados, guisados the restaurant yeah. guisados their cochinita pibil the first time I ate you know you go and you add they ask you how hot do you want it you know how hot, it's spicy food just on a scale of one to five or something like that. And usually, I don't know, regular restaurants, like a two, threes, you know, good heat, whatever. Nice kick. Nice kick. So I had told, the first time I told him, uh, you know what, like a three. And then the guy looked at me, he's like, oh, okay, sure. And, <laughs> dude, so in the end, their orange salsa that's in their taco is straight blended habanero. Like nothing else, like no tomato, nothing added. Just chilies blended into a paste. And fuck that, like, yeah, no hallucinating, but so ringing stomach, everything. Yeah, bro, everything. It like my whole insides was burning. What's that's crazy? So go ahead. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, no. That that's it. Yeah, well, I, I couldn't eat that. Like, I can't even eat that no more. Like, so that's crazy. Of all the, what's like the mainstream hottest salsa like that you've had? Like rank them from like the Taco Bell to the Del Scorcho, Del Scorcho, Del Taco, or like, or like King Tacos because I feel like King Tacos red sauce is pretty up there. That's hot. That's pretty hot. I'm not gonna lie. Green got jacked up. That's I I was I didn't want to say that earlier, but then you mentioned like a taco truck because that is actually that'll like really mess me up. Not that bad. Like I don't get high off it, but. It was, I wasn't no, trying to well, get that, high. No, no, that's yeah, a bad move. Because of that cap, capsaicin is just straight, yeah, It's heat. just straight heat. There's no flavor whatsoever. Um, and then it took a while for it to kick in because I was like, okay, then it, it's like, kind of manageable. And then, boom, fuck well, you up. It's probably like yeah. the last dab and then. Uh, probably. Worse than that, maybe. Probably worse. So is it a real thing? You think you lost by doing it? Did other people do it too? Yeah, the whole, the whole uh, kitchen staff almost did it. You think they had like... Laurie's season salt in theirs, and it was like red salt. Yeah, I mean, I wanted like, to drink milk, <laughs> yeah, sucker. And I want, I wanted, um, I wanted milk, but all we had was like regular milk, and, and that's I can't the only drink way. Milk. milk, milk, and um, water and sugar, because Scoville units is how they they measure heat. Yeah, and it was this dude. I forgot his first name, but his last name was Scoville, and then that's how, back in the day, how they got the the unit of measurement was how many squirts of that sugar water thing per like let's say you bit a jalapeno how many squirts of that sugar water it took for it to like subside mm-hmm. and then that became like the scoville unit measurement yeah i'm not trying to do like a whole bag of c and h and water and a gallon of water <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. Saying? that and milk is the only thing that's gonna take that heat from your mouth nah, even and that. sugar sugar water yeah oh, okay because i have you guys tried like those two times spicy korean noodles the, the no, packets? I heard it was, yeah. uh, no those are pretty. I had I had some 
their um, what does the package look like? It's red and black. Because I think I think Janai, they've had it before, and it's like decent level spicy. Yeah, because you not haven't even had it. Fun? No, I haven't had it. It's not okay. even fun anymore. Like it's it was not spicy. Even, like, <laughs> it's not even. But then fun the, re- the resolution was, I had like these icy pops though, but they were like the real fruit and real yeah. fruit ones, and that was like I was fine. Yeah, and that like cured it. I was like, okay, I'm cool. Yeah, it wasn't a. I was like, that's what I'm saying. Like the Asian spice, like, better. I could. That was you fine. Like it better. No, yeah, it, it, and again, it depends on like where you go, like a type of Mexican restaurant. Yeah. Um, how they make their salsa because sometimes you know we go to this one truck and their salsa is like crazy. Pozole is not that spicy. What? <laughs> pozole is not that spicy. Oh. <laughs> well, this 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 pozole was. <laughs> Sorry. Well, you don't know. Sometimes they freaking uh, what is it? They uh, the green pozole is just straight. Probably jalapeno. Serrano. I don't know what it was. Yeah, it was a. And I've had it before. Yeah. Like you guys had. Uh, we make it. The remix. I mean, the remix. It. Yeah, pozole is not spicy. But this one was, and that's why I got tricked. <laughs> you got duped. And, and, and that side of the family, they listen to this podcast, so I appreciate you. But I got tricked. No. It de- <laughs> well, it depends. Like Chile Verde, too. You can make it with tomatillos. Like my mom made it with tomatillos and whatever. Some people make it with just straight yeah. chili. That's it. No, you know, nothing else to kind of cut that. And then you're just eating freaking spoonfuls of chili and pork. Wild style. But. It's going to be a no for me, Kimo. That's it, fellas. I think, no, uh, thanks. <laughs> all right. Well, for all you listening, make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe, leave a review on the all those things on Apple Podcasts or whatever. Whatever all these podcasters say to do, you should do it, but do it for ours. Yes. Especially ours. And that's it. Any last words, y'all? Don't yeah. don't eat. Don't consume Capsaicin Yeah It's still fucking me up right now Because Just thinking about it Because I sat in my car For 45 minutes At least Just to like chill out Because I couldn't drive I was hallucinating so I was just like Yo it's like fucking That's an up. hour plus of uh, yeah. Off the clock 30 in the restroom 45 in the car No wonder Yeah no Like when I clocked out I was out. just like I can't drive dude Because what if I get pulled over And get a DUI Off what Capsaicin Like that's, that's fucking whack that's yeah. You're that's ready like, for how? Because I started crying and I was like, I'm not trying to be a punk bitch. I'm not. <laughs> the red. Nah, that's not even cool. The red sauce at King Taco is the limit for me, so I'm not ready for hot ones yet. <laughs> I don't mean like nah. No thanks, I'm good. Kimo. I'm good with the capsaicin. I'll catch your fate first. <laughs> Let's do that instead. That was the fate that I caught. <laughs> and it would be like, you're promoted. Roy would have been like, you're a real one. You're L A S fuck. <laughs> All right, this is Street Soul Beats. It's your boy Jam Cam. Adam is Cocinero. Mike Rock. Peace. Peace.